Understand that truth about that question in your soul Look up, don't look down, then watch the answers unfold Life is your birthright, they hit that in the fine print Take the pen and rewrite it Alright, hello, hello, hello uh, This is episode, I'm guessing this will be episode 7 um, As I've decided to record this And um, <laughs> I just decided to switch on my equipment By equipment I mean my Huawei Nova um, And just to kind of have an honest conversation you know let's let's talk um in my previous few episodes it's been a very interesting very um informative extremely um passionate you know about certain topics that i believe need to be forwarded need to be heard need to be spread because we're living in a world where we need information and we need to have real conversations with real people and so the reason why I decided to start this um, particular podcast, I don't even have an episode for it yet or the name for it. I just thought of switching on my equipment. And um, I want to talk about self. <laughs> that just came up, like self. Let's talk about selves and what makes up selves, ourselves, what makes up our formation of our identity, who we are, where we come from, what we're about. And sometimes how these past traumas, how these um, experiences and conversations and, you know, perspectives that are around us form us and they form our idea of identity and of self. And sometimes if these were not curated properly if these were not you know streamlined through a theme of consciousness that resonates with ideal ideologies which means things that connect with your being and connect with your soul and connect with who you are um, if these things that happen to you that form these integral parts of you are somewhat out of whack or somewhat damaging or somewhat building, uh, if we're talking from more positive aspects, somewhat growth inducing. But if these things are not confronted and dealt with for what they were and the original sin and their original impact, if we don't go to the source, we are going to we're going to struggle. If we don't go inward, because it's it's inside, it's inward. And if we don't do that, we are going to suffer. That's it. We're going to suffer. Because I think I've realized that understanding yourself, who you are, the habits you have, the, the way you think, what makes you tick, what composes you, what, what elements are part of you, and once we know what makes us us, what we, once we know what we are composed of, we're able to weed through it all and get an understanding, a bigger picture of our behaviors, our patterns, our actions, the things we want to, 
to change about ourselves, the things we hate about ourselves, the things we love, the things that other people say about us, the things that the world sees in us, all of these elements, the more we understand them and bring them together, the closer we are to being ourselves. The closer we are to understanding ourselves. And when you can understand yourself, you can change things. You can develop new habits, new patterns. You can strive for the betterment of self. And actually, you don't have to strive for it because in that process, it becomes embedded. Embedded in your being. And I think that's what I'm really working hard at, is going inward, facing what I'm about. Um, What makes me tick? What triggers me? What do I need help with? How am I socially? I mean, I've realized that I can be so... How do I put it? Unengaged. And I think it's because I have this thing where I dread the process. Like, I'm a bird's eye view kind of person. I see the full picture, and I just want to skip to the end because I know what that could look like, ultimately. Because I'm, I'm an idealist. I'm an INFP, motherfuckers. <laughs> I live in INFP world. So for me, I know what the ultimate should be, what it should look like, where we should all be. I mean, at a minimum, can we not have world hunger and thirst? Like, just basic Maslow shit. The, the, like, on the hierarchy, the basics. Can we not have that? How do we still have a society where people are starving, where people are hungry and thirsty? That is the bare minimum, for fuck's sake. And so for me, it's like it, it's, it becomes hard to engage in small talk, for example, because I'm so, in my mind, I see what we're capable of and I feel like all of these little things are useless. And so it leaves me very isolated, I think, because I tend to just, I don't want too much of the detail. I want the, the final thing. And that's problematic. And I'm saying that because that's problematic because you need to enjoy the process. And it translates into my own life. Like, I want to enjoy, for example, I'm doing an MBA right now. I mean, I'm not going to fault, okay, not fault myself because I have to fault myself. But I'm not going to not take into consideration that the circumstances are different this semester. Right? My dad passed away. I'm dealing with that. And it's a very hard thing on me. Um, I mean, off the backs of 2020 and how difficult that was, um, I found myself this semester to be a lot more uninterested in the MBA process. I'm not interested in having these um, extra meetings and having these long three-hour, four-hour discussions, uh, group meetings. I'm not interested in attending not-for-mark seminars. You know, I know you're just engaging in, in small talk conversations because it's very much right now sucking the soul out of me more than usual. And so I'm not enjoying the process as much. But I, as I was in the first semester where I was more engaged, more 
interested in the conversations and the the the, the small talks and the chatter of it all. Yes, but I'm not there right now. And I think part of the process is learning grace at each point in the process. Because if I was truly enjoying the process, I would not be comparing where I am right now <laughs> mentally and emotionally after losing a significant parent and person in your world. To me, last semester when I had him, when um, I was in lockdown and I was starting a, a, a new semester and it was exciting and I just received a scholarship, and the circumstances are different. But here I am sitting right now comparing the two of them. And by doing that, I am eliminating the ability to enjoy this process that I'm in now. Yes, I'm less engaged, and that is my fault. But it's also a fault of the circumstance. What I can choose to do is say, okay, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. This is who I'm operating as right now because of externalities. Because as much as we, we can control how we react and respond in externalities, we can't control him happening and we can't control them the impact of them i can't be like oh <laughs> okay you got my dad's gonna pass away okay uh yeah i want that to be like about if on, we're on a scale of a hundred in terms of impact and pain and, and 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 devastation uh can we keep it at a, like a nine, you know, or so out of a hundred? Or maybe we could do a ten out of a hundred, you know, like we, we can do that. To you can't do that. It comes and it happens and it hits you at 850 and you don't have a say. And yes, I can I can say this has happened to me, I didn't have a say but I can choose what I can do now, how I can respond now. And that is powerful, but it can also be damaging in the sense that you need to accept the situation, the impact, acknowledge it, feel whatever emotions and, and, and personalities that build out of that situation, out of that impact. Try and filter them for your good as much as possible, but Dwell and understand the bad. Don't try muff it or, or distort it or minimize it in any way. Dwell in it, but don't stay there too long at the same time. So it's almost like this, this way of, of being, right? Like understanding that everything is happening in a, in, in a conscious way. And you have to be that conscious and be able to enjoy that this is where I am right now. And then implement the, the nuances to ensure that this is not where you, you end up if you don't like it there. You can change the situation. And that's where, for me, the power comes from. That's where, for me, the, the feeling of these are all my parts and I can own them and I can be them and I can understand them and move forward. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but that's just how I've, I've been feeling. Like, I dread the process. And I think if I can start enjoying the process more, I'll have, number one, a bigger appreciation for it, a bigger understanding for it, 
being able to break down that I shouldn't compare these two semesters. They're not the same. The circumstances are not the same. The environment is not the same. And these things all play a part, but at the same time, they're part of the process. And at the same time, enjoy that that is what is happening right now because it's part of the process. And then you can also, as you're enjoying it, analyze it, criticize it, and be like, okay, I can do better here, I can do better here. But not hating it, not from a place of, oh, flip, I have to do this here now. No, like, okay, I understand why I'm at. I understand the circumstances. I feel grace for myself. I feel kindness for myself. I feel compassion for myself. This is where I'm at. This is the reality of it. And when I do wrong and I do things outside of what it is I intended to do, then I forgive myself. And then I give myself grace. And then I accept the mistake. I accept the circumstance. And then I work towards making it better. Instead of dreading it, instead of not wanting to, to shine a light on it, but seeing it for what it is. And I think it's like cyclical. It's like a cyclical thing where you, you, become, you become individualized. You become self-aware. You become knowledgeable on who you are and why you behave the way you do. And therefore, you, you get more of a handle and when you have more of a handle, you have more of a grip. And you have more of a grip, you have more of an impact and an understanding. And then you can use that. You can use that to create whatever it is you, you want. Because you're not judging individual parts. You're working towards the whole. Did I just come back to the fact that but it's, it's the whole process. It's the whole process. Am I like, it's the whole process. I don't know if I'm going to post this because it just seems like it's just me, you know, communicating with my mind and trying to figure out where we act and how we, we develop, how I develop as an individual. And understanding myself. I'm on this journey of individuation and I feel like you're going to hear a car right now. I'm so sorry. I can't do anything about it because the window that's open in this apartment is so high and no one can get to it. Um, or there's a ladder. But that's... Am, am I making excuses? But I don't want it closed though. <laughs> that's the thing. It brings in air and it's such a small window. So I don't... Okay. Maybe it's another trait of mine. And then you have to analyze that trait and be like, is that a good trait in me? Is that a bad trait? Do I have to? I don't have all the answers. I'm still figuring shit out as well. But one thing that I've realized is that at the end of the day, it's on me. I make decisions. I make choices. It's on me. And uh, I have to deal with the consequences of whatever that outcome is. Um, and I have many tools at my disposal as well on how to, to deal with it and handle it and move past it and 
and do better. This is a Nooni one. I think I'm going to call these like nuggets. Like I'll have a few nuggets. You know, like Trevor Noah has the uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> this will be like my little, you know, blunts. My little, what do you call it? It is a blunt. <laughs> my little blunts. Now this will be my little puffs. Like, <sighs> yeah, these are my puffs. My weed puffs. There we go. We're going to call them weekly weed puffs. I might not have them weekly because it will just depend on where I'm at. But I think what I'm going to do is whenever my mind is in the state, I'm going to be bold enough and brave enough to take out my phone and start recording. And if I listen back at it and I feel like that you guys might learn something from this way of my brain reasoning with itself, then I will go ahead and post it. And then you'll know I feel like it's valuable in some way or I learned something from that uh, conversation and dialogue with my mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we can uh, end here with the first ever, this is a debut, first ever Weekly Wheat Puff. I don't even think that's how we do Wheat Puffs. I mean, I have not smoked weed in a minute. <laughs> but I have had two wheat cookies. And oh my God. I will tell you when about what happened when I had those two wheat cookies. It was just a mess. But it might be one of my weekly puffs if I reimagine and think about it okay i'm gonna stop ranting now thank you so much for listening to this and uh hopefully you learned something hopefully it wasn't too you know is it uncoherent is that the word uh, but yeah thank you bye you part of something way bigger bigger than you bigger than we bigger than the picture they framed us to see